Dog Sports, but we came here to win. The most legit podcast, that's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news, we underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process, yes you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you. With the best features, best stories, we diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring, we on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. Chris Warwardale, joined by Matt Crone. Matthew, how uh, how do you find yourself on this uh, 2 o'clock on a Thursday afternoon? Busy, man. Today's my Friday, so I am just trying to, like we said, trying to get everything done before I can enjoy my weekend. How about you, Chris? As uh, as as we just talked about, the identical situation. Yeah, exactly <laughs> the identical situation. Trying to make sure that uh, everything is charged that I need, having to trying to make sure that everything is packed that I need, and uh, you know it's funny how I don't. I'm, we didn't talk about how long you were going to be away. I'm just going to be away for a couple of days. Mine's just two but, nights too. No, oh, I'm, I'm one night. But um, it's crazy. Have you ever not overpacked clothes for a trip? Oh, dude, I have. So I'm going away for two nights. Yeah. I I have 10 pairs of underwear in my bag. Like I overpack like it's no business. Like it's nobody's well, that, tomorrow. That speaks to your incontinence problem. But where are you <laughs> on shirts and like pants? Oh, uh, well. So the thing is, I definitely always pack more shirts and sh- and pants than I need. But then yeah. I find myself not wearing a lot of them. So, which I guess is overpacking. Yes, but uh, Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like it's not because like I have other shirts I'm wearing. I feel like if we're going somewhere cold, it's like whatever. I'm just wearing a I'm just wearing a sweatshirt. Like it's not that big of a deal. Like you know, I'm, I'm wearing a, like we went up to uh, Sky Top Lodge last year, mm-hmm. and I overpacked like heck, and ended up just wearing a hoodie for like two nights. You know, mm-hmm. and just the same hoodie and just shirts that never never like nice dress shirt never never even wore. Don't even know why I brought it. Well, I don't know. I kind of feel like. I kind of feel like trips are my opportunity to like break new stuff out. It's like first so, day of school. A little bit, a little bit. Like I can, I can walk around here and just be a slob, but if I'm going somewhere else, I have to like, I have to look presentable and I have to, you know, there has to be like, got to break out the cool stuff. It's true. I mean, that, that is one thing about like uh, working from home. It's like, Oh yeah, I'm just in sweatpants. It's like, oh, like I had a meeting at a customer today and I was like, Oh, like I have to like, put on actual clothes huh yeah. like like do my khakis fit where's my golf shirt i'm gonna definitely breaking out the harito dunks this week this weekend i'm very excited about that i've got some stuff that i think is going to work nicely with that uh, maybe but, make yeah. some sales it's entirely possible i if if uh, StockX wants to hand me a promo code <laughs> to a, <laughs> my own page i honestly probably uh probably i've certainly made the money in the past so they might as well might as well just uh, reach out to me and see what we can do together. But come on, StockX, balls in your court. Come on, come on. Um, <laughs> we have I've got BavadaSportsbook.com open in front of me as I always do. We're going to take a look at NBA playoff games uh, and other sporting events. Uh, it's just a weird time in sports right now, especially for us, given what happened with uh, the 76ers. And we're going to get to all of that. But I, I did want to ask you while we're on the topic of shoes, when is the last time? That you bought shoes in a store. Oof. In a store? Yeah. You walked into a store to purchase shoes. 
so probably within a year. Um, I buy. Okay, I guess maybe it's been two years now. But besides <laughs> those Cole Hans I just recently bought off Amazon, I pretty much bought dress shoes pretty much exclusively in a okay, DSW. Let's take, let's take dress shoes off the table here. When's the last time you bought a shoe that we would talk about in a store? Uh, the Oreo 5s because it was a special release at Dick's and I got a wristband. Oh, man. Yeah, you, you have done well with the uh, with the stuff at Dick's, and you've you've turned me on to some of the opportunities there uh, in terms of in store stuff as well. Just well, the, the, the wristband stuff, out. the wristband stuff is nice because it's like, oh, like like you just get it you, and you go. And I feel like, I mean, the mall I go to, it doesn't. It's not like King of Prussia Mall. It's mm-hmm. not like a mall in the city. So it's just um, not going to the Galleria. Yeah, so it's it's you know, I'm not going like somewhere crazy. Like I'm going to just like a random mall that happens to have that Dicks randomly happens to have the the thing going. Like so, I, I feel like people aren't like clamoring to get to that place, you know? Right. Yeah. But then again, if shoes get released at Dicks, I feel like sometimes it's like not the most popular shoe. It's true. Uh, the Yeezys, for whatever reason, were pretty consistently released at Dicks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hit on now the I can't wear like, them because yeah. of Kanye. Yeah, I have not even looked at mine. Um, Which is funny, by the way, because it leads me to the, the question that uh, the reason for the question that I asked you, I was I was looking I had I was looking for some shoes that had like a navy in them to go with stuff that I, I wanted to wear this weekend. OK. And I, I went downstairs and I looked in, in the other rooms and I was like, man, I really I don't have anything that's great. Like, I don't, I don't, for whatever reason, I don't have a ton of Navy shoes. And uh, so I I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just stop in. I'll I'll run to the mall. I'll stop in. Went to five different stores. The first one I went to, like there was a, I'd never seen this colorway, but there was a pair of, uh, there was a pair of Air Maxes that I was like, all right, I could do this. Uh, I think the Air Max ones. And uh, they had them in 12s, not 13s. So it didn't work. And then, then the only other option at that first store was uh was the lebron 20 uh speak your truth and i was like yeah i don't really i didn't really come into this wanting to spend 200 bucks on a pair of shoes today but like i did want a low top like i'd like the lebron 20s whatever like if i'd like to know if they have them in stock because then it's an option for if nobody else has anything only at 12s went to i think four or five other stores including dicks and nobody had anything at all yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really stop. I feel like I, I can't remember the last time I even popped into like a Champs or something like that. Because I feel like I just already know that they're not, or like a Foot Locker. Like, I just feel like I already know they're not going to have what I want. Yeah. No, it was crazy. And I just thought like, hey, maybe I'll maybe I'll see something I didn't think about. Yeah, maybe, I guess there's that option. Maybe just like something's on the wall. And uh, there was not. Like, many things on the wall nothing actually in stock and the thing that like kind of bummed me out quite frankly is that i was just like i asked them i was like hey do you have the you have the lebron 20 speak your truth and they're like which one's that (laughs) you you're the one who works at the shoe store they're like buddy point and i'll go check yeah for (laughs) real they were mad at you they're like just point dude (laughs) row and position please tell me yeah it was uh it was a bad experience just get the travis Scott Lowe's, dude, just go for it. You didn't want to spend the two hundred, spend a thousand. 
<laughs> I don't see that the hell that helps me with the name. Oh, oh, you want me to the fragments? The, the fragments, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't consider that option. <laughs> now, Can, now it's, uh, it's on does, the table. <laughs> does, does StockX have overnight delivery? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but there's no authentication, and you know they're going to be fake then. Oh, yeah, it's just a picture. <laughs> it's like it's like when people were scamming people on eBay. Like it's just a picture of an Xbox. It's not an Xbox. <laughs> or it's, an, it's an Xbox box. So I don't know what I'm gonna wear, man. I don't I don't know what the deal. Like I I might wear the like I have the Donovan Mitchell Bel Airs. I think that's probably my best option. But it's kind of like a kind of like a bright shoe, and I have to go. I have to go for a work meeting. So you should uh you know you should just go get your hands on uh, these ones right here, the Jordan One. Oh, good. Low golf shoe. Okay. It's navy and it's uh, low, and it's Jordan One. It is golf, so it's a little. It's a little bit different. Honestly, I wear them on the course. I have the Chicago ones, and I mean, you can't really like when you're walking around. You can't really tell unless you're with any sneakerheads and be like, "Man, you wearing a golf shoe?" Like, <laughs> right? Might get, might catch some flack there, but I think you'd be all right, dude. Well, okay, that's good. Um, it's, I'm excited to hear that. I mean, is, are they available in my size anywhere around here? Because uh, do you have a PJ uh, Superstore or a Golf Galaxy around you? I could not tell you, Matt. I could not tell you. If you have a Golf Golf Galaxy, should have it. PJ Superstore has it. So try one of theirs. Dicks might even have it. To be honest. Dicks had nothing in any colorway that I kind of liked when I went to when I visited. Did you check the golf shoe section, Chris. I I almost went to uh, I almost like went old school and busted out a pair and uh, went downstairs and got a pair of Vans. Oh, your Vans on, but they look like sneakers. I I got no beef with Vans. I I got I like the Vans, but uh, I it's I don't not. I think I've ever um maybe back in the day owned a pair of Vans. Hmm. Well. You really brought that conversation to a screeching halt. I'm just saying, I never did. What? It's, they're, they're a fine shoe, Chris. I don't know what. I don't know what the issue is. <laughs> just, I uh, just kind of hit a wall there. So, find time to move on to the other thing that I've been excited to talk to you about, and that is the uh, a new a new film release from Amazon Studios. It's basically perfect for you and I, yeah. and anyone who enjoys listening to us talk. Film called Air, directed by Ben Affleck, starring Matt Damon, Jason Bateman, Ben Affleck, Chris Messina, who was outstanding, Viola Davis, uh, Chris Tucker, and others. I mean, Marlon Wayans, I think, is in the is on the poster, but he's in like three scenes. He he gets a shout out at the end. Yeah, when like, they do the, the uh, what happened to him? Yeah, yeah, they're like he well, did good. What'd you think of this? I thought it was great. I don't know yeah. if it like. I've, you know, it's like a it's like a long movie, but like it didn't seem like that long. Maybe it's just because no. I was super interested in the topic, but I enjoyed it. Like I I liked it. it. It's everything. You know, it's it's literally made for us being shoe people. You know, yeah, an hour fifty one. So not like crazy long, but but you know longer than average for sure. I thought. I mean, while some of the the castings weren't like photorealistic if you want to put it like that yeah uh matt damon does not look anything like sonny vaccaro in real life <laughs> Affleck was okay as phil knight but it wasn't super close um and then you know it, the most you can say about marlon wayans and chris tucker is that they they share being black with the people they were representing yes don't look anything at all <laughs> like them 
but man, it was this was outstanding. I yeah. w- I loved it from moment one. Did it make you really want to get a pair of the Lost and Founds Jordan ones? Because it the really Lord. makes really makes me want to get a pair of the Lost and Found ones now. This is the shoe that, and as I think you know, that I feel the most obligated to own of any shoe that I have. I yeah. don't have because it's just like it is that iconic basketball shoe. One, it is it is the basketball shoe, and it is literally the Jordan one. It and it's also the reason that my phone goes off every forty five seconds because I have a uh, I have a bid on StockX for for a pair of Lost and Founds and legitimately 30 times a day there's like new highest bid new lowest ask stuff like that it would have been funny if that was that right now i always like i liked them but i was just like i'm not gonna like i tried for them obviously but didn't like i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna pay resale but now i'm like i kind of think i would but all the the issues keep deterring me you know like the mold issues the the coloring like washing off like it seems weird a hundred percent. There's problems with it. There's no doubt about that. But I, I'm that's going to be more of a concern for you than it is me because I don't I don't know that I would wear that shoe. I would definitely wear. Wear your but, shoes, Chris. I wear a lot of my shoes. Wear them all. I'm never going to wear them all. Like that's just crazy. Got to wear just, them all, Pokemon. That's just that's. I'm pretty sure that was the slogan. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, loved it. Uh, I thought Viola Davis was great as. Uh, as Michael's mother. What did you think of the decision to never show Michael Jordan's face? Love it. Absolutely love it. I thought it was great. Because no one will ever be Jordan. Like, right. I, 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 you, it would have to be, the like, I'm glad they didn't do, try to do, like, a fake CGI type thing and try to, like. I don't think, I don't think they had the money for that. It was a, they had a, this is a big budget movie, but I don't think they had CGI Michael Jordan <laughs> money. Yeah, like, artificial intelligence. That would have annoyed me. I, I'm actually, I was so, so okay with them not casting someone as Michael Jordan. I feel well, like that they, they did cast someone. They just never showed his face. They, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Damian Delano Young played Michael Jordan in the film. We just, we saw the back of his head every single time we saw him. Which, and I'm okay with, because it's like, I feel like it's, he's such a hard person to, I feel like no matter what, you wouldn't, no one would, like, people would have problems with it. For sure. Like, I, I think they did a, it was a perfect artistic decision that they made to do, and I, I think it was smart. Well, and, and at the end of the day, the movie wasn't about Michael Jordan. The movie was about Nike. Exactly. Exactly. So, I, yeah, it was a smart decision, and I couldn't, couldn't be more, couldn't be happier with that decision. God, I'll tell you, from, like, the moment we met the father... I was like, man, I really like this guy. I was like, oh, God, he gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, he's a dead guy. Like, I forgot. <laughs> like, pretty horrible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. So I, was, I was reading was this, this story about, I don't remember if I was reading the story or I heard it on, on Smartless, but there was, I, I was made aware of the story of, Prior to prior to filming this, Affleck and Damon were trying to decide who was going to play which character, and they just decided to give Matt the Sonny Vaccaro role because it it was a much bigger role and Ben was directing. I think I would not have liked it with Ben Affleck as Sonny Vaccaro. 
I think I still would have liked it. I, I mean, I would have liked the right it. decision was made. I, yeah, I don't think, I don't know if it would have been as believable with Ben in that role. Matt plays the everyman a little bit, a little bit better. Yeah. And it, it also just let Affleck just be weird as Phil Knight. Yeah, super weird guy. Super, like, super weird. Shoe dog. <laughs> I, uh, I thought Bateman was great. Bateman I, I was thought great. everybody was great. And I, I, just, I said it before, but Chris Messina is just so good in everything he does. Yeah, I would agree with you if I knew who Chris Messina was. Chris Messina was the Michael, Michael Jordan's agent. Oh, oh, David Falk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that was like that was really funny. The back and forth of that whole relationship. Yeah, it was, uh, it was good. Very much enjoyed it. But just a top notch movie. Just a top notch movie made by top notch guys. What's your rating out of ten? I give it a nine out of ten. I, I think it's that's obviously fair. not like a perfect movie, but it's like perfect for us, you know. Yeah. Well, it was. It really was made for us. It's no the town, which I watched on Saturday morning because I had nothing else to do. Okay. What a fun movie for a Saturday morning. <laughs> I like that movie. You like that movie? It's a great movie. It's not a fun movie. It's a fun. I mean, I thought it was fun. Yeah. You're a big fan of the subject matter? <laughs> Bank robberies. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what we've been here for the whole time. This has been an elaborate sting. The FBI is on the line. <laughs> John Hamm is on the line. <laughs> What did I just? I, I, I just, oh, I, I, Ham was on Smart List too, so that's where that was. Um, yeah, no, it was great. I'm, I loved it. Everybody should watch it. Uh, Air, I believe, uh, streaming now on Amazon Prime for anybody who has it. And uh, yeah, I guess the one, the one big issue that's brought up a little bit is that uh, Nike takes umbrage to how Sonny Vaccaro was, uh, was portrayed in regards to being combative in the office. But he, uh, other other not? than that, pretty I guess not. But I, don't know, I wasn't there. Whatever, you're making a movie. Yeah, it's got to be interesting, right? Yeah. And I <laughs> I also didn't think he was like that much of an asshole, really. No, not really, not at he all. He was just like I don't I don't want Melvin Turpin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shots fired. Ricochet <laughs> shots fired at Melvin Turpin. Really What's feel Mel- bad for the guy. <laughs> Wonder what Mel's up to these days. Uh, Melvin Turpin. And tell like I am. Like long, oh, that's Elvin Turpin. That's yeah, he's different. much. He was the better brother. <laughs> Melvin Turpin, five seasons in the NBA, uh, All American player at Kentucky, led the Wildcats to the Final Four in '84, six eleven. I want his NBA stats. Pounds. I don't care about his college stuff because that's it matters in the NBA. Uh, I'm trying to see point, if they made 8. the right 5 decision. Points, Eight point five points, four point six rebounds in uh, three hundred and sixty-one career games. So maybe they didn't make the right decision. No, if you can add eight point five points to your team, like you, you obviously trade Michael Jordan for that. Could you imagine if we were wearing Air Turpins right now? It sounds so much better. <laughs> it does not sound better. Like, yeah. I do not think that's a shoe, by the way. Come on, some Air Turpins. I need, a, I need a pair of Air Turpins ASAP. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's up to you to create them. Yeah, I gotta be the guy. You gotta be the guy here. Let's uh, let's talk about. NBA playoffs right now, Matthew. I know it's a it's an unfortunate conversation given how things ended for our 76ers. Though well, we knew it was happening. I don't think it was a giant surprise. I, I think I won't speak for you. Um, I won't speak for anybody else. I, I will speak for Bavada, who heavily favored the Celtics in that game. But 
game six was the game six was the end for Philadelphia. They needed to win. There was no shot they were going to win if they went back to Boston, and uh, they didn't. Yeah, they certainly didn't. That's uh, pretty much what they do. Um, they've done it the past five years. Same story every year, and uh, we will just be back next year to do the same exact thing that we did this year. So, with a new head coach and slightly different players. Yeah, just slightly. We're gonna. Have, uh, I, can we bring Melvin Turpin out of retirement? Um, I mean, well, he was, he was uh, drafted in '84, so I, I'm sure he could get him. He's got a, got some fresh legs. <laughs> I don't know that I would. <laughs> Describe them as fresh. How old is Jordan? I mean, he, Turpin would be about the same age. I guess Turpin would be two years older, but I, I'm, I still think it's probably probably better than letting Dwayne Dedman play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just we knew it was going to happen. It's just uh, it's just the way it is. It's what what De- are that's your just Sixers basketball? If you had a guess, you're you're setting the lineup of Otto right now. Uh, will James Harden be a 76er next year? And and with the the caveat that the same day that it came out that he didn't want to play for Doc Rivers anymore, the 76ers fired Doc Rivers. Will he be a Sixer next year? Yeah, and we're going to pay him way too much money because we're idiots. That's, That's what the Sixers do. The issue with Harden is that because of how far over the cap they are, losing his number doesn't take them under the cap. So you're basically just losing him for nothing. Um now, you do create a scenario, if you let him go, that after next year, you, when you have Tobias Harris's money come off the cap as well, then you, uh, you'd have a, a good amount of cap room. But, you know, Joel would also be, what, like 30, about to be 31? Is his career almost over? I mean, he's 29. I think he's probably got three or four more good years. It's just, I, I just... Just don't get this team, man. Just don't get them. These, these kids. How do I reach these kids? That's that is the question, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be a question for I don't know Frank Vogel or Nick Nurse or whoever the hell gets the head coaching job. I want Nick year. Nurse. I don't know why. I do, I do too. But I want Nick Nurse just because he kind of, kind of beat our butts. You know, he's a champion. I don't want Budenholzer. No, I don't want Budenholzer at all. Even though he's a champion. You know. Um, as is Monty Williams, and that name, also doesn't doesn't appeal to me. Name one champion that championship those guys ever won. Exactly. What are we? You couldn't name talking about. They never. They have never won like Nick Nurse has. I mean, Nick Nurse won with the the Kawhi team. Budenholzer won with Giannis, and uh, and Monty won with Devin Booker and Chris Paul. They never won the championship. Yeah, didn't they win two years ago? They didn't win the whole thing. I think they did. The Suns won the whole thing. List of NBA champions. The Suns 0% chance won the NBA championship. All right, well, we'll find out, won't we? We'll find out. Yeah, it doesn't look good given, <laughs> given where I am right now. Um, I really thought they did. No, they lost to... Um, they lost to Fien- they lost to Golden State. Yeah. Oh, no, the, the Suns won literally in 2021. Oh, no, they lost to the Bucs. Sorry, I'm an idiot. Yeah, okay. That's where it was. They, well, they got to the finals. I thought I was losing my mind for a second. <laughs> well, and ironically, and in this case it is ironic, they lost to Mike Budenholzer in the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> so Budenholzer stole his championship. Because I was going to say, I knew Chris Paul never won. Frank Vogel won his championship uh, in 2020 with the Lakers when they beat the Heat. Nick Nurse won his in 2019 when they beat Steve Kerr. 
lot of uh, a lot of coaches with championship experience available for whatever reason. Didn't I? I thought I heard some stat where it's like Doc Rivers, Spudenholz, or all those guys. There's like six dudes that won Coach of the Year that like literally were fired in the last like year, year and a half, two years. Oh, that's an that's an Coach of the Year. Let's let's see the history of NBA Coach of the Year. We've got recent winners include. Mike Brown, who does still have a job. Monty Williams, who does not. Tom Thibodeau, uh, who does have a job. Nurse, who does not. Budenholzer, who does not. Dwayne Casey, who does not. Mike D'Antoni, who does not. Kerr, Budenholzer before that. And then, uh, then we get... Doc won, what, 10 year, 15 years ago? We're going back a while. Like, George Carl doesn't have a job, but that's because he's doesn't want a job. <laughs> he's unemployed. Uh, he doesn't care. He doesn't... <laughs> no. What, what, was your, what was your guess for when Doc won? 15, 20 years ago? Doc won 23 years ago. Yeah, he won in 1999-2000 with the Orlando Magic. When, by the way, he went 41-41 and 41 for a 500 winning percentage. Sound, that sounds like Doc Rivers to me. Yeah. The, uh, by, and uh, coincidentally, the, the winner next year, between the 2000-2001 season, coaching the Philadelphia 76ers to 56 wins is Larry Brown. Larry Brown was the GOAT. Bring him back. To, What's Larry Brown doing? Larry Brown's on somebody's staff. He, well, he's on um, the Memphis staff with Penny Hardaway. Ah, uh, okay. For and a second, I was like, for a second, I was like, Penny Hardaway is the coach of the Grizzlies. And he is. <laughs> he he almost was. Uh, and 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 Larry is eighty-two years old at this point. You know what? Let's just. It's like it's like when Phil Knight sits at the. Uh, I think the right guy from St. Joe's. <laughs> yeah. Phil Knight? You talking about? <laughs> We're just talking about Phil Knight with Nike. Not Phil Knight. Who's who's Phil? What's his name? The Phil guy Jackson? from St. Joe's. Oh, Phil Dunphy. No, no, that's from uh, Modern Family. Phil, what's yes, his name? Who was the head coach for St. Joe's when they did so good? And now he's on the bench at Michigan. Hmm. I feel like this is what it sounds like when two old men are losing their minds. Like that's the conversation we've been having on this show today. <laughs> what are you talking about? I Phil Dunphy's a hell of a basketball coach. <laughs> Michigan basketball coaching staff. Who who was the St. Joe's coach? That coach was what's it, his name? I, I thought it was Dunphy. It was a Dun Oh, Phil Martelli. Phil Martelli, there we go. No, it wasn't yeah. yeah. Phil Dunphy is literally the guy from Modern Family. Yeah, we've established that already. <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, Thursday vibes, man. This is a classic Thursday episode where it's like we both have weekends looming over our head and a so thousand much things to, to do. do. Like, yeah. And that's why when, I assume Phil Dunphy at one point coached St. Joe's. <laughs> he was a, he's a St. Joe's. Le- now, Phil Dunphy, let me tell you this. He could have done a great job as the Hawk mascot. That's certainly true. Yeah. Let me tell you, I, I didn't watch all the way through, so I don't know for a fact he didn't coach St. Joe's in one of the later seasons. That's true. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch the last episode, so. <laughs> Can't prove for a fact he did not. He's, I don't know how that series ended because of it. <laughs> plus, with Phil, you know, he could do a lot of the halftime show stuff. That would be great. Yeah, he was a cheerleader. He, he was a cheerleader, and he did the, the high wire stuff. Yeah, he's a magician as well. He's a magician, multi-talented. Like, how do you not hire Phil Dunphy if you're St. Joe's? This is what I'm getting at. Get, get, the, get, the, get St. Joe's on the line right oh, they're now. On the, listening live, all of St. Joe's. 
That's that is true. We do. We're right into the cafeteria right now. <laughs> yes. the, the raw and unedited feed is just piped into all of St. Joe's University. Shout out all of you guys eating your chicken bowls in the cafeteria. Good luck with that Econ 101 exam later today. We're, we're you for got you. this, except <laughs> except for you, Bill. Yeah, Bill, we know you didn't put the time in this semester. Get to class. <laughs> you, quite frankly, are wasting your parents' money. And we are wasting time. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about tonight's game. It's a fun one. Lakers Nuggets. Let's talk about tonight's game first. Bavada has the Nuggets, but minus five. Uh, let's talk about last night's game. What do you want to talk about? I think that people are hype. Like, I think I saw something on ESPN where it was like uh, the the Celtics have like a 97% chance of winning this. Yeah. And I think that's just bonkers to me. And that it was is, proven that last night. That is after night. last night's – okay, okay. That was before last night's game. Gotcha. And I think that's crazy because Jimmy Butler proves time and time again that he can take down anyone he wants. Mm-hmm. Like Jimmy, man. It, he, he, it's a different animal. He literally, like that game last night, the Heat were so good. Like I easily could see the Heat winning that series. Yeah, uh, an easy 35, 5, 7, and 6 steals from Jimmy Butler. No big deal. Yeah, that's it. Remember, oh, dude, he's a player that I wish we would somehow get on the Sixers at one point in his career. Yeah, that would be amazing, but I don't think you could get him. Yeah, I don't think we'd ever have a chance of getting him in the Sixers. Yeah, we don't, we don't have assets like Robert Covington to trade. <laughs> oh, yeah, assets. Emphasis well, on the ass. <laughs> Robert Covington, and we don't have Robert Covington and Dario Sarge-level players to trade. <laughs> At this point, is he um, still in the NBA? Sorry, steal that was. Yeah, he's in. He's in Phoenix. Okay, he got hurt last year, right? He tore his ACL. Yeah. Did he play this year? Or Achilles? Yes, he played this year. Um, I didn't watch a ton of. Be interested to see how the homie's doing. Uh, I didn't watch a ton of Phoenix games this year. Sorry, he's a actually signed with Oklahoma City. Uh, did not play super well. Six point four points, three point six rebounds in about fourteen minutes a game. Wouldn't look. Wouldn't mind bringing the homie back. Yeah. Shot shot 40% from three, as he did last year. Um, career 36% three-point shooter for a power forward. Obviously passes the ball well. An abysmal defensive player, but eh, who cares? Yeah, defense is for the birds. <laughs> That's right. That's how the Eagles got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's how they lost the Super Bowl, too. It's also true. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's... I don't, I don't know how you underrate Jimmy Butler. He's... Nah. He's incredible. That whole team is just built so well. Spolstra is top ten coach in NBA history. He, they just what they do. They just find guys, man. They find yeah. first they found Duncan Robinson, and unfortunately they paid him way too much money. But then you find Gabe Vincent, you find Max Struess, you find Cody Martin. It's just these guys come out of nowhere, and even even uh, Pride of Villanova Kyle Lowry is playing decently over the last handful of games. Yeah. Cody Martin has a twin brother, right? Yeah. What's he doing? Is he in the NBA? He is. He's on the Hornets. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so. And and actually, they've got two twins because Cody Zeller also on the um, well, at least two sets of brothers. Cody Zeller also on that team, and and they have Nikola Jovic. Who's Nikola Jovic? Nikola Jovic is a, a Serbian, a Serbian rookie. They picked. In the first round last year, big power forward, talented, but I mean he's a little he's a ways away from being a contributor to a potential NBA Finals team. This you're right though. 
the Heat super underrated. The Heat, <laughs> despite that game one win, and despite the fact that like Jason Tatum, while putting up the counting stats every single game, keeps making crucial mistakes in big moments. Uh, the Boston's still the favorite, minus 225 at Bavada. The Heat, plus 180. That's... If I had any money to my name, I would put a million dollars on. Like, why, why not get a taste for the uh, for the Heat right now? Plus one eighty to win that series. They're up one zero. I think you get a little taste. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you at all. Uh, like that way more than the Lakers plus two hundred at Bavada versus the Nuggets minus. 250 i this i i came into this series thinking oh maybe the lakers can win this then after watching that first game it's just man the nuggets are really really good they are but like the lakers being down 20 points like multiple times they gave Mm. them a game now it's gonna like can lebron keep doing that can they last that long is austin reeves the real deal which it seems like he is yeah like so who knows it's uh Honestly, like, and I, I'm the one. I called it. The NBA is back. I called it the other day. You said the 76ers specifically were back. Never, never in a million years. The <laughs> NBA, the we we might be in the golden age of the NBA right now. The playoffs have been fun this year. Where do you stand? And it all comes back to Philadelphia, obviously. Where do you stand on Jokic versus Embiid? Jokic is a thousand times better than Embiid. What do you mean? It's not even a question. I, I do think it's a question. I nope. think I think you know, that's okay, just because, it's, just because been, of the way it was formed. Been put to rest. <laughs> um, I I do think that it's very possible, and you know I don't like to play in this degree of hyperbole. It's very possible that Nikola Jokic is the single greatest uh, offensive center in NBA history. Yeah, but. There is another side on the ball. Uh, Embiid was outstanding defensively in the playoffs, even if he wasn't outstanding offensively in the playoffs. And I do like you watch, you watch this this Lakers uh, Nuggets series, or really any team, any series where the Nuggets are playing. And the thing you see a lot is guys have no fear going to the basket when Jokic is there. Okay, but he averages. He's averaging in the playoffs 31 points, 13.5 rebounds, and uh, 10.1 assists. Chris, you so. very much know my stance on defense. I've said it on this episode. I've played on basketball teams with you, Matt. <laughs> I, I, I know full well. Defense is uh, for the birds, baby. It's all about scoring. Just score. By the way, Jokic is also shooting 51.2% from three in the postseason. Yeah, that three was ridiculous. Did you see that, the buzzer beater? He he's he's unbelievable, and it's it's fun because like I I am stealing this from whoever said it on first take yesterday when I was getting my hair cut, might have been JJ, um, but like literally can't jump over a phone book, yeah. not an athletic fella, and yet he is the singularly most talented offensive center that has ever entered the NBA. Yeah, no, well, yeah, it's uh, it's it doesn't matter. You don't have to be athletic to score. It's score. nice to have him and Luca at the same time. Why? Just like two two super <laughs> duper stars who are just like wildly unathletic human beings. See, I feel like that's why I, I kind of play like a Luca. Just like slow, just kind of throwing stuff up there that goes in. 
Not as yeah, well. But, not nearly as well as Luca. <laughs> right. The one aspect of that that I would say is that Luca is also a phenomenal and willing passer. Oh, that's lame. Yeah, boring stuff. <laughs> Passing's for the birds as well. Passing and defense. Two things that I don't like in my game of basketball. What is what is not for the birds, Matthew? Uh, sh- what what is not for the birds is dribbling as a point guard when you're playing against a zone and they don't collapse on you. The two up top guys in the zone don't collapse on you, and you take a three pointer at the top of the key, and that's your whole offense because you miss the shot and no one gets the rebound. <laughs> oh they, well, they don't even try to rebound. It's the most embarrassing thing in the world, and that's why it's literally the main reason I cannot play point guard because I have taken that shot so many times in my life. It's like, oh, you're not going to guard me? Yeah, I'm just going to take this wide open three pointer from the top of the key, and then the whole offensive series was four seconds long, and mm-hmm. we didn't get a point. <laughs> well, you know, I'm kind of on the flip side of that, where I'm I pass the ball to a fault. Yeah, you do too so, much. You got to shoot. Shooting's important. Uh, I know scoring gets you more points than passing. I'm going to have to check the film on that, but I do (laughs) think you're right real quick before we get out of here. uh, NBA futures championship odds at Bavada Celtics, the favorite plus plus one forty. nuggets plus one sixty. Lakers plus five heat plus 800. Where you at? Um, Last, last note actually about what we were just talking about. Cause I I forgot. I want to shout out Wilma Grant. He, he, uh, he finally, yeah, right. It's been, been too long, but playing basketball with him recently, I, I was like, we, we came to the conclusion that you cannot turn the ball over if you shoot the ball. So always shoot, don't pass. That's, it's literally a fact. So, but it is an air ball a turnover. No. Okay. I'm bad. I'm bad, but I'm not going to air ball it that many times. Not that many times. I'm just saying, you, you said you can't turn the ball over if you shoot. I was just saying, if the ball doesn't hit the rim, is that a turnover? No, I, I wouldn't think so, because it's a jump okay. shot. Yeah, but I mean, it, but isn't that also just a failed alley-oop? Okay, now, the existentialism here, Chris, I'm not here for Not that. existential in any stretch of the word. <laughs> <laughs> that was my word of the day. I was just trying to get it out. <laughs> Didn't nail it. Didn't nail it. <laughs> But you did say it, and that, that's all that matters. <laughs> Who are you taking in the future's odds? Uh, give me the Heat. I think the Heat, uh, Jimmy Butler gets it done. Just uh, It's even worse for the Sixers. So Heat plus 800 is fun. Would have, it would have been great uh, to exercise all of the demons of seasons past, beating, beating Ben Simmons in the Nets, then the Celtics, and then Jimmy Butler in the Heat to get to the finals, but uh, it was not to be, so... We'll do it again next year, and uh, we'll complain about it again around this time next year. That's been this week's episode of The Underdog. From Matt Crone, I'm Chris Horbidale. Thanks for listening. We will see you back here next time.